Blog Talk Radio. Um, okay. 
So how is the uh, the new venture? What um I want to backtrack real quick. What made you, if you don't mind sharing, what did you uh, move for? What made you want to move, and how is the the transfer going? Are you are you set up with uh, work and all that? Okay, so I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I wanted to move. You know, um, I moved from California to Virginia, and uh, in California, it kind of like the, the cost of living is kind of high up there, and not only that. Um, the people I was living with and my family members I was living with, they weren't really, you know, my energy. You know, I loved them. We got along pretty fine. It was nothing bad, but just like me on my spiritual path, I wanted to, you know, kind of explore that more. It's it's kind of difficult to do that when you have, you know, uh, someone blasting music on the other room, you know. So it's even sometimes difficult for me to record my videos or really just be comfortable doing my own thing because I had, you know, family members who weren't uh, about this life, basically. So it's, 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 it was difficult. I mean, it wasn't too hard when I was there, but I knew that if I went to Virginia, for one, I would have, you know, I would be in a spot to where I would be able to, you know, express my spirituality. I don't have to worry about, you know, oh, should I do that or should I shouldn't, or should I shouldn't do this? You know, I can just go ahead and uh, do what I got to so do. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because so you get to the I'm point of um, the spirituality, but you're also respecting boundaries and you – you're probably picking up on their energy if you can't get along with the energy. So you're like, well, should I, can I do it? Can I not do it? And then it gets uncomfortable. And then you, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, yeah, so especially with living with people. Yeah, living with people, I mean, yeah, because, like, especially because this is my family that has known me since I was born. You know, so sometimes when we're around family, it's kind of hard for us to break the shell of how they perceive us even sometimes. Never mind us just trying to evolve into something else, just how they perceive us. Like, you'll always be Joseph, you know. I'll always be Earl. I'll always be the, you know, the uh, the firstborn, the, the, you know, the, the little baby. And that's how sometimes family members see you and your parents and stuff like that. So it's sometimes difficult to even shake that perception because, it's, it's, you know, it's it's almost a part of you. I mean, it is you. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I was actually just talking that. to um, a friend of mine really quickly. I, I haven't got a chance to uh, really catch up with them, but they're going through the, the soul awakening phase where you're not really sure about the soul awakening yet, but you're clashing with people. So mm-hmm. I kind of gave a little bit of advice because that plays a part, whether you're, spiritual and you're just playing with the energy and that's what you feel or especially the soul awakening phase where um because i'm not sure how relevant it is in other people's past paths where it's repetitive corresponding to what mine or how it plays out but i noticed that part and i was like you know right now you're realizing who you really are and when you're realizing who you are your soul is basically saying hey like why is this a problem? This is okay with me. You're you're a part of my family or you're a really close friend. Why don't you get that? And it gets a little tricky because a part of you is saying, you know, that ego part is saying, well, you know, we have to care about this person because this is who they are in your life. So how do we please them? And then your soul's going, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, for real, because your soul's like, you know, just do what you got to do. I forget what they say. Just be yourself. But like you said, the ego creeps in there, and you kind of want to do things, you know, as, as diplomatic as possible. But it really depends on the person as well. I mean, even I come across people from my YouTube channel who email me or comment on my videos and say, you know, how do you deal with family? You know, how do you deal with friends? I've just come into 
learning all this different information about, you know, truth, period, and I want to share with people, and then the reception I get from it is just like, you know, blank faces or sometimes it's an argument or whatever the case might be. So um, there's always some type of maneuverability you got to do to, uh, you know, accommodate your soul, yourself, and the people around you. So all I can say for people who might be listening is just find a, a place that you're able to, you know, invest in yourself and put into yourself and, you know, not have any judgment come your way. Absolutely. So I got some topics I uh, I picked out, but I'm going to be um, – I'm waiting for my other friend of mine who you haven't – I don't think you had a chance to actually talk to or talk with yet, who's Shakti, but I have some topics I want to wait for her on. But while I have you, we've been talking about doing the Matrix thing, and I wanted to throw in the time jumping also. So I figured let's just get into the, 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 uh, the Matrix. We can start off – I'll let you start off anywhere – anyhow way which way you want to go about it um because this is a topic i i mentioned earlier in a couple episodes that we were going to do that that one day but i wound up coming home late and i think my i got a little too tired and i got lost track of time i know that you didn't it just didn't happen it happens when it's supposed to happen right 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 exactly so we're here now so we can even touch on that and that we can get a full-fledged show in the future for sure absolutely so if you want to kick it off, I'll add on to it because we just wind up spiraling out into a great position on, on different topics. But from my point of view to kick it off, I guess um, in the beginning, well, there was parts of my life where I, I joked around, but I wasn't kidding because my thoughts literally were a car going by, right? And I'll see this guy, let's say a guy with glasses on, certain certain face. One car goes by. And not even like a minute later, it'll be a same car, same guy, same guy in the same car. No, sorry, different car, same guy. And I'm like, all right, that's a little, that's a glitch. And I was joking around, but a part of me goes, yeah, something's up. That was, that was legit, but shut up because you're crazy. And that happened a couple of different ways. But when I seriously went, oh shit, the oh shit was when I started to um, get shooken up with the whole soul awakening. And how did it really kick off? It was a lot of time sequences. Um, that was really what kicked it off. One day it was really strong where the timing, um, text message times, the different things, like receipts. I stopped at a gas station because I needed to get a drink because I was bugging out. I was like, this is not cool. What's going on? Um, so you get to that point where you realize that everything around you, or, well, essentially is that 3D dimension um, it's all false. It's just material, people, you're, you're unplugged in a way. And that's where my first real um, big experience popped out for the Matrix. Man, yeah, I, I think for me is when I started, you know, recognizing all these numbers. I think a lot of people kind of get hit over the head when you see repeating numbers everywhere. Um, it's one thing when you see it on your phone, because maybe, like, maybe I'm just synced up to see me 11, 11 every morning. That ain't a big deal. But like you said, you start seeing, like, gas stations, license plates, receipts, uh, freaking, um, when you're, like, this is, this is what I knew, like, this shit was on something crazy. When I play Call of Duty, and then I'll get, like, 11 kills and 11 deaths, I'm like, yo, what, this is not by accident. What is really going on? And I think that the thing that really, like, I guess, just popped the cork, really, as when I started studying the law of correspondence and, and seeing how a lot of things in the world 
that everything has its place in the design. So it's kind of like, well, like, wow. And then when you throw in the state of geometry like we had that show uh, maybe a couple months back, that kind of sealed the deal for everything. I'm like, okay, everything in this thing has, <laughs> you know, an intelligent design to it. And it's something that you can see. It's not something that's like a mystery. It's like you can see it. If you choose to, like, really just observe it and look at it, you're like, well, there it is right there. I'm looking right at it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, um, I came across one of your posts recently, something to do with timing, and you met up with someone at the airport, and then you weren't sure, but it all worked out pretty wild. Yeah. Oh man. So let me tell you that story. So this is this is this is something I can't even plan. This is just just the randomness. So, um, my flight to California to Virginia, because you know I'm traveling. So my flight was originally supposed to go to Philadelphia and then to um, Virginia, but my first flight was delayed about 20 minutes, and my layover in Philadelphia to Virginia was about 45 minutes, so the airline told me if I traveled to Philadelphia, there's a possibility you might miss your flight. And so they said, we can switch your flight to, to Miami, and I was like, okay, that's fine. Now, at this point, I wasn't even thinking that my friend was in Miami. I was just like, okay, I got to travel to Miami, whatever. And then I look at my ticket, I'm like, Hold up, I do have a friend out there in Miami. Okay, let me let her know that, you know, um, I'll be out there for an hour, so maybe we can just meet up and just see each other and just, you know, uh, just hug each other, say hi and stuff like that. That would be nice. That would be, that'd be dope. So I pull up in uh, Miami, get off the flight, and then um, I get there maybe about uh, uh, 8, like 8 o'clock, maybe like 8.10 or when I'm off the plane. Now my flight that I have to catch is at 9.10, all right? This is at night, 9.10 p.m. So... I tell my friend where I'm at to come work, where to come over, and she did, she wasn't able to get there until actually nine o'clock. So we did not see each other until nine o'clock, mind you. That I'm outside of security because I have to wait for you know outside the terminal. So to get back in the airport, you have to go past security again. And at this particular time, it was packed. I don't know why it was packed. At, you know, nine o'clock at night, a lot of people have to go travel that time, but that's what it was. So I was already thinking like, well. Um, I'm about to miss this flight. I'm about to spend the night at the airport, but I'm okay with it because I got to see one of my friends that I've known for uh, five, almost, no, well, actually coming on six years, and we get along so, you know, so well, <clears throat> and just for us to meet each other for the first time, it was just, like, just dope, you know, even if it was only for, like, five minutes, that's literally how long it was. So, as I get past security, I'm like, well, I'm about to uh, talk to the airline, see if I can get my flight switched and all that, yada, yada, yada. And then I get a text from my airline saying, your flight has been delayed until 11.45 p.m. And I was like, sweet, cool, awesome. So uh, I was like, you know, airline magic, I just go ahead and just keep on waiting and I'll be able to, you know, get to my brother's house where I was going to, uh, to Virginia. And so all that was cool because none of this was planned. I was never planning to go to Miami. I was never planning to see one of my good friends that day. Um, and then even for... The, the the timing of the airline for it to be delayed and for me to still catch my flight whatever without having to play, you know, um, airline tag, that was awesome as well. So I was like, you know, this was the answers right here. This is just something at work that I don't even know. They just wanted this to happen because, you know, they just seen that, you know, this meetup just had to happen. And I don't even question that. I just be like, you know what, thank you. I'm grateful for that. Awesome. Yeah, just, so that's, that that's is cool. really cool, especially when the universe is like, by the way, don't worry about it. I got you. We delayed your plane a little bit. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. And then, to be honest, I was never worried. I think that's a big part of it because I think, you know, you attract what energy you're walking around with. So if I was worried, like, oh, my God, i got to stay at the airport, i got to find an airline. And if I was worried about all of that, then I think things would have just collapsed. But the only thing I was truly worried about was just, you know, getting back in security and, hope, and hopefully catching uh, my flight. But since I already accepted that, you know, I'm probably going to miss it, but it's fine. I think that, you know, the energy kind of allowed it to attract something that would just work out. And that's exactly what happened. So I like that story because that's that's not only life that plays a part in this, what I learned so far from my experience in the Matrix because I enjoyed for some reason, I noticed later on in high school when it was almost too late, but not too late, but still I noticed it, that I learn better when I know, like, the curriculum. Like, I know where you're going to go with this. If I know the the breakdown of this class, from this chapter to this chapter because the first one has to correspond this way for the second one. And that's how I learn. Um, so what I mean by that is when I, when I witness the matrix and it freaked me the, the fuck out um, and don't mind me cursing because I, I did a previous episode called the purge and I realized that um, it's okay once in a while. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, so yeah, <laughs> go ahead and cuss the motherfucker out. It's fine. <laughs> Stupid bitch. No, just but um, so I realized. <laughs> so I realized the matrix, and it freaked me the fuck out. And um, so after a while, I came across. You know how it is. You come across different things that uh, pull you to watching. And I was watching this um, physics and different lessons on um, the string theory. But this one guy, um, and I don't remember everything to explain it perfectly, but they were only going to certain dimensions in physics to explain things. But he decided on a, on a computer on how it was, I forget why he did it, but he brought it to the eighth dimension. And when he did that, there was actually the, the Merkaba. The Merkaba and what that corresponded to also what I came across was um, Tesla's 369 and what's around it, the whole um, God symbol and all that. So it looks like it's actually the Merkaba. Um, so when he did that, there was all these Merkabas around, and it just made more sense than what the string theory had and what the other theories had. So then there was that. And when that followed through for me, I started to understand more of manifesting, um, understanding the, the law of the, the, how things have been attracted and how things are coming about through different stories and experience, like even yours that you just talked about. Um, but it's just very interesting other than just the main topic of the matrix and people freaking out or their pro or con on it. When you start to actually see it for yourself, you go, Oh damn, this is much bigger. And you kind of understand it little by little more and more. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree with what you're saying. Um, and it's still, it's still, it's always an unfolding story, you know, when you're trying to figure out what is the matrix, because there's a lot of ways how to interpret it. If you're talking about, like, you know, just as far as, like, government corruption and how they want us all to be consumers and, you know, uh, uh, just work for them forever, there is that kind of metric as well. So people might think that, you know, just being able to have your own business and being able to, you know, be your own boss and live your own life, that in some sort of way is, uh, being outside of the matrix because the matrix is kind of like, you know, just trying to find our own freedom, you know, find our own level of freedom. 
aspect and the higher aspect. So the higher you go, the the more you realize, like, okay, this is just more and more and more and more and more of me realizing what this matrix actually is, me trying to find, you know, a certain level of freedom, you know, in this in this matrix shit. Mm-hmm. And that's um that was part of the beginning of my journey this year was that I was, I felt stuck. I didn't want to be, a, I didn't know how to explain it, but my soul did. And it's interesting. I know you know how, what I'm, what I mean by that. It's really interesting right. because I'll tell you a quick story before. Well, I'll tell you a quick story after that, but my soul was essentially saying, I don't want to be a part of this reality. That was one of them. Cause I was getting really upset and depressed about a uh, topic. I, we talked about that, but, um, but I also kept saying, I feel stuck. I'm not happy. I feel like I can't do anything. And I was like fighting the system. And then when you realize what the system was, it, I, I was more inclined to go, uh, no, screw this. I'm tired of the world or other beings and subject taking a part of my energy that I no longer agree with. And that's where this push comes in. And that's why I'm glad you mentioned before you were, you weren't worried about the situation and that's where I'm more um, grounded now versus before where I was like, I don't know about my finances, but I'm going to do it. Um, and what happened right. was I wound up going back to working a certain way I didn't want to. Um, but now I'm more or less very confident and happy and content knowing that there's things being manifested and I'm not worrying about it because they're coming the way they're supposed to come. Um, but this matrix thing, I want to go back because I like what you said, talking about the negative pulling from you and I understood the system and it's hard to explain because I never really tried to where I was working in two different places over the past um, six months and both places it wasn't the people necessarily but I was picking up on negative energy I was picking up on this like vacuum of a system where your energy is not only being taken from the work you're doing but it's taking the joy and happiness that you have and just sucking it into whatever the hell it goes to make it work, uh, whatever it is, which clearly isn't a good thing. Um, but I don't know what you, what you think about it. What I came across earlier through um, understanding, I came across videos that were leading me through my awakening, like this is what's going on in the world. This is probably what you felt today. I'm like, yes, yes. Yes. So it was really interesting. But the one one thing that I wanted to ask your opinion on was there was actually, um, I'm not too much into it, but I have beliefs on certain levels. But the Octurians, um, there was something with extraterrestrials, and there's a lot going on behind the, the, behind the oh, scenes. Yeah, that's a whole, but they, yeah, that's a whole thing. There was this, that's uh, whole... yeah, that's a whole other topic. I don't even know how to introduce yet, but... There's a, there was a video talking about that time frame where something was released on the outside of the planet of, of Earth where the energy, whatever it was that the, the, the success and power was being taken or whatever. The, my belief was that the energy that was taken from work that didn't belong um, to them was being sucked out. This is a whole other thing, but um, it was destroyed. And this is why a lot of people are waking up, but I wanted your thoughts on it because it's very kind of like touchy, but there's some things that are there that I'm like, huh, I don't know. And what was this called again? Because to be honest, I have not heard anything about this. I know a little bit, very little about ETs, but I don't really get into it um, only because 
I'm just not there yet. Um, I think if I seen the ET pop in my face, I still think I'd still be a bit freaked out. So I think um, in some aspects, there's a part of me that's like, you're just not ready for that yet. But I, uh, I really yeah, I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> yeah, so if there's like a future, you know, show you want to do in this, I'm, I'm down to talk about it. But I definitely would have to research and kind of just, you know, deal with that because that's one thing where I'm like, you know, I still need to uh, gain the, uh, I don't know, the spiritual confidence to deal with that, you know. Absolutely. No, I understand. Um, this is not something I chose. I think, well, maybe I did because they say like you plan, your soul plans it. <laughs> and there was actually a part where I was like, I, I was talking to myself and I went, if I plan this, I'm a real sarcastic son of a bitch because this is ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, but um, I had a, I, this is what I went through and these videos, I had some experiences that really kind of scared the shit out of me, but um they weren't just like dreams or vibes. They were things that I saw in different places that were kind of like, Oh shit, that's, that's really what I'm seeing right now. And for example, like this table on that, there's a, there's actually a section of the table, which I realized when I had to see it, um, I took a picture of it too. Maybe I'll post it. It looks like someone engraved with their finger, uh, a picture of an alien. It's really, really weird. But my, my, um, actually that looks like a different one now. Anyways, my point was this, uh, I was watching some videos when I was getting more connected in synchronicity on my events throughout the days. Um, but the topic was understanding why everyone is waking more and more. Um, so understanding that there's, there was this energy around earth that was planned to be removed and, um, certain entities or extraterrestrials were removing it allowing certain humans to awaken. But the point of awakening is that we were being lied to for generations of what we're capable of doing, um, what we're from, where we came from. And we're essentially in my, my belief, and I'm, I don't mean to take people off the track here, but we were all aliens at one point. Um, but this is all about DNA. What's in our DNA. You talked about this on your YouTube channel. Um, through the history of time and re, um, reincarnating ourselves with the past selves or past self of our history. So, but the, my, my question was, is that the whole um, outer barrier, what was destroyed for, let's say like the Freemasons or the masonry that were evil or I don't know really, but the ones that were taking the power is what I was getting to. The ones that were taking the oh taking the power, um, man. See, it's, it's so it's so like the story of who's been usurping power is so like muddy because, like, man, because you talk about like even we talk about right now like who's in control of everything. We don't. We still don't really know. People can say the Illuminati. People can say all these different names, but we don't really know who's making. Who's making all the calls for everything? Maybe it's a group of countries, or a group of people in all these different countries, or just you know a group of people at one. I don't, I don't know. So I know that a lot of information is being withheld. It is. There's there's a lot of information being withheld about you know things outside of this planet, even some things that are still on this planet or flat surface or cube, wherever we're on, you know. And um, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's. Even now, it's hard for me to even speak on it because it's like it's so, 
like you said, it's so touchy. There's so much shit behind it. It's like I don't even know where to start, you know, because people start getting into, you know, reptilians and Palladians and the Anunnaki uh, yeah. and all this different stuff. So it's kind of like it, it gets to a point where it's like, well, damn, it's, just, it's a it's a never-ending story, you know. That's uh-huh. what I kind of been saying to myself the past past couple of days. Like this is really like a never-ending story. And so even though in this particular chapter, right, or chapters, we're human beings, but like you said, before this, you know, depending on the DNA, we were something else, and after this, we're probably we're probably going to be what we were before, or maybe turning into something entirely new altogether, so, you know, who knows, man, we're on the ride, that's all I can say. Yeah, did you ever see that show where he says, uh, blink twice if you're reptilian? <laughs> no, I have not, <laughs> I forget the show. It was actually um, filmed over near me in a couple towns over, but it was a comedy on a bunch of people that were um, abducted by aliens and were just like, they were venting to each other. But the guy was so gun ho about reptilians. He's like, blink twice as the reptilians are making you do this. <laughs> wow. That's funny. But I agree with you. It is a touchy subject. It's kind of like once you dig, there's, there's, more holes and wormholes to go through and what do you believe in? It goes into conspiracy, really. And I, I agree with you. That's an honest, that's an honest um, reason and explanation. So I'm I'm with you on that because it goes different ways. But um, Yeah, so I think even with that, you got to just come up to it. You got to be at a place to where you actually want to um, uh, dig in that research. Because honestly, for me, like, there's, there's so many people, like, there's someone that I know, um, he's an ancestor now, but his name is Dr. Del De Blair, and he talks a lot, a lot, a lot about ETs and stuff like that. He talks about spirituality as well, because it's kind of like, you know, the subject. I, I, you can't, I don't think you'd be able to even communicate with ETs if you don't have some sort of, you know, level of spirituality within you, but he was really into the ETs, you know, so um, I would listen to him, but I just never grasped it, and it was nothing that really wanted me to research, like, man, I don't know about what extraterrestrial, but I really just wanted to focus on the spiritual aspect, so like I said before, the spiritual confidence deal with that, I might still need to develop, so I can really ask, you know, what questions I need to ask the right questions so I can search for them to find, you know, some answers. Yeah, I agree, that's, I, I like that answer, I like that explanation, because if you're not spiritual, you're just kind of doing it for the fun, the spiritual part is more kind of like uh, scary, interested, but understanding. It's it's uh, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, but I wanted to ask you. That's why I threw it in the topic about time jumping. If this is something that you've experienced or you you um, have gone through, or what your thoughts are on it. Is it similar to like um, the uh, the Mandela effect? Have you heard of that? Well, from I've heard of it, but remind me again what what that is. So the Mandela effect is like um uh um I know it has something to do with Nelson Mandela specifically, but I forgot that whole circumstance. But basically, it's like um say for example there was something in the past that we think we remember that was going on, but it was changed in the future for so for example Kit Kat. Some people might remember that there was a hyphen in the middle of Kit Kat, and then now there is not a hyphen. So some people might be like, hmm, that might be a little instance of the Mandela effect. Another example is like um, a, a children's book back in the day, the Berenstain Bears. It used to be spelled, um, Steen was like S T 
A-I-N. Now it's spelled S-T-E-I-N or whatever or vice versa. But it, it's like little small things are changing subtly, and people are like, hold up. It wasn't like that when I was a kid. Is someone changing this? Either it's the company changing or there's some type of something going on that is making or, subtle changes because we're, we're merging realities or we're just changing into a whole other reality, you know, in itself. The big one for my generation was this, this understanding that even though Shaquille O'Neal started in Shazam with, with the genie, there was also Sinbad who did a movie, but apparently he never did the movie. Yeah, see, I just seen that the other day because I only I only know Shaq from making Shazam. He even had a video game on Sega Genesis that I played and got my ass whooped. So I remember Shaq on Shazam, you know, all day long. Sinbad, I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, who? Where he come from? I know who Sinbad is, but as far as like with the Shazam, I'm like, no, nah, I don't. He wasn't in there. I don't remember him at all. Because I remember we had a conversation about this a couple of years ago, and uh, I was like, do you remember Shaquille O'Neal's movie? And they're like, yeah. But don't you remember Sinbad doing a movie, too, about something different? And they're like, wait a second, yeah. And I was like, do you know that never happened? And people, <laughs> see, you get it. I I had a moment where I'm pretty sure I thought that happened, but I know Shaquille O'Neal did it. And they're like, wait a second. No, I know Sinbad did a movie, too. But um, I posted the, the funnier die skit from, I think, last year where they did a quick uh, scene with Sinbad as a genie. Oh, and so that's where people kind of so, get that from or, or, or having to implant it in their minds that, you know, Sinbad is Shazam. Even though if it's in a clip that's online, there's still, you know, a mental evidence of that. And I think because of our mentalities, um, how we actually are, our mental controls this reality. So if you just put that small thing in people's mind, it will eventually change. It's almost like, you know, people will say, even though this is kind of like a, a gross representation, but people will say, you know, uh, Michael Jackson, um, he's a white guy, even though he was born black. But in the future, people might mm-hmm. say, you know what, Michael, he was white, you know, because just, just how, you know, his life turned out to be. But that's more of a of a human uh, uh, interaction than it is something that's, you know, a little more, you know, questioned and kind of, you know, unidentified. Well, there was, um, I want to ask you similar to that, but there was two events that I had. One was before I realized what time jumping would, what it would be or what it, what it is maybe. And I remember at work, <laughs> I got to the point where I was like getting really annoyed. Because I specifically remember my boss, we're in a kitchen, and he would be like, all right, this is how we're going to make it. We're going to go A, B, C, D, right? The next day I'll go in, I'm going, all right, A, B, C, D. He goes, what are you doing? I said, uh, you know, this is how you showed me to make it, A, B, C, D. And he goes, no, I said, A, B, C, D, E. And I'm going, no, we never talked about that. I even wrote it down, A, B, C, D. And I'm just giving you letters for an example of a, like a recipe. So this happened right. with a couple of different things. There was one, you know, there was one thing that I kept messing up because I don't know, I was retarded. But there were specific things where I'm writing them down, and I did it for even three days or four days, and out of nowhere, it would happen again. It would be a different dish. And I'll go, no, I told you A, B, C. And they're going, no, are you sure? I'm like, I'm sorry, but are you sure? I, I'm looking at my notes. It says A, B, C. 
And I literally joked with myself, and I didn't tell anyone this. I said to myself, I'm like, I must wake up in a different time frame because this is getting intense. Like, it's ridiculous. When you know you wrote down the certain way because it happened that certain way, and then all of a sudden you went to a time lapse where all of a sudden that didn't happen. And I joked with myself because that's how I literally felt. I was like, this is ridiculous. I must be like time jumping, time traveling, because I'm waking up and all of a sudden it's different. So there was that. And I also remember, I actually remembered the other day. This probably happened a week ago. Um, I don't know how this event happened, but this might sound a little out there, but this is literally what happened to me. I remember having this vivid, it was more than vivid. It was so close to real, but it, it, it was gone. And I had this memory of like aliens, spaceships and stuff, kind of like fighting, like our planet was in danger. And it sounds kind of out there, but I had this, this memory, this vision, and I actually didn't remember it again until recently because I had a dream with almost the same thing happening, but how everything happened was different. And I woke up probably around this, this time now, and I remembered having this memory from what I talked about earlier, but I remember having the memory again, like the next day going, oh, wait a second, that, um, like it was the next day that the memory happened of the, the, the earth being in danger. So the next day I was kind of bugged out because I'm like, this, that, that really, what was that? Because I, I was so close to being real that I questioned it. And the dream I had recently kind of revisited it. And I went, oh, shit. That, what was that? So I'm not sure what you, your thoughts are on time jumping, but I'm trying to learn more about that right now. I haven't really experienced a whole lot of, well, actually any time jumping at all, not that I really noticed. Um, and I think everyone's spiritual experience is really unique. Like there are some things that other people experience that someone else may not experience because there's just so many, so many variables, so many, you know, uh, so many doors that only each of us as individuals can unlock, you know. So I, I believe you. I believe that shit like that happens all the time with different people, you know. But I just haven't really experienced anything like a time jump. As far as me noticing it, it hasn't been like in the case tour. I'm like, you know, what what's going on? Like, I no, nah, this this is weird. I haven't got any uh, or a lot of those um, that can really, you know, give you as an anecdote, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I feel crazy then. I mean, we all do. Uh, no. But there was times where... <laughs> I mean, we all feel, <laughs> you're right, we all feel somewhat crazy because I was talking, I, was, I just finished talking some crazy shit earlier today making a, a video I made, so hell yeah. We, it's, it's, yeah it was, but... When we're together, we're not crazy. Maybe when we're talking to, you know, regular folks who don't know anything about this, we can kind of feel reserved. But you, you can speak with me in confidence. I don't think you're crazy because this world, truth is strange to fiction. So, like, there's plenty of crazy in this world that has nothing to do with spirituality, you know? Absolutely. Actually, something else I wanted to, I wanted to like, um, share with you is that not too long ago, I mentioned it quickly on the other episode that I did, but uh, recently when I took a – the decision to step back from the other job I took because I was like, you know what? I really need time for myself to do what I need to do mentally, spiritually to go on to the next venture. I said to the universe that day, specifically that day. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. We're going to have that. I'm going to make this happen. And I went up doing readings that day 
And three out of the four readings I did that day, uh, no, two out of the four, sorry, were people, one was going through a spiritual awakening and one already went through one. And the one I did, the first one, she was like, she was bugging out. She's like, I feel crazy. I'm like, wait a second. And she's going on and on. You know, she's explaining and going, oh, she's, she's starting to awaken. So I said, no, you're not crazy. And I talked to her. So then, um, I let her, she had to go. She was done with the reading and her brother was there. And I said, don't worry about her. She's going to be okay. She's going through, you know, some spiritual stuff, but she's going to be good. He looks at me and goes, oh no, he, I know. And I went, oh, okay. So I said, who's next? And she goes, oh, he, her brother, he's going to go next for a reading. I went, okay. So I'm reading this guy. And just when you think like you've, I know that there's so much more out there, but our experience is our experience. I'm giving this guy a reading not only am I realizing that I manifested this today and people, his sister and him go, yeah, we saw your post on Facebook for this event for readings and we just had to come. I was like, that's interesting. So he's telling me uh, different things and I'm reading him and things are coming up. Things are coming up. This guy is beyond what I've even witnessed myself. And I was like, do you know that you can do A, B, C, and D? And he went, yeah. I can also do EFG. And I went, oh, shit, man. I was like, you're like a superhuman. Because this guy, and it made me think because spiritual awakening, it's kind of like we're receiving some gifts and some tools. And I always have a split second of checking in with myself going, "Um, God, is this real? Because there's some awesome stuff happening. But at the same time, it's like, damn. So that day I manifested that. I realized that good things are coming. At the same time, I realized that everything's happening for a reason. So it was pretty wild. Yep, everything is happening for a reason. And what you're saying as far as um, people having an awakening, it just like it just it, it goes so many different ways. And um, man, this is like what happened to me over there. I had I had something I was on top of my tongue I was about to say, and I just let that stuff slide, man. Oh, uh, if it comes up again, I'll mention it. But um. It's it's very interesting how um, we can manifest things like on the fly. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. Like, um, uh, so there, like when I moved out to Virginia, you know, one of the things I would I want to do is uh, you know get into a relationship. Only well because it's just time for me to do it because I've been so uh, telling my mind to get my life together. I gotta get my life together. But the the truth is that you're never gonna have your life all the way 100% together. So you might as well find someone who just likes just where you are and not the materialistic bullshit. So like, whatever, I'll just come across someone. There's this girl I've been talking to, and she lives out here in Virginia, not too far from where I'm at. And um, we've been, like, we connect spiritually, like, on on crazy levels. And she just told me actually earlier today when I was talking to her that um, uh, when, when I talk to her, it makes her want to step up her game as far as spirituality because a lot of things that I tell her, it just connect the dots for her. Like it, like she might have been, she was saying like, it, it feels like her mind is going around in a maze. And then when I present her with information, it make it, I like shine a light to help her kind of get through some things. And what that helps me do is to only, you know, further in my studies and just keep on going hard what I'm doing so I can just, you know, keep on sharing. So that's only because I've been looking for someone who can, you know, also be who can run with me spiritually someone who's able to not only listen but also to you know give feedback to uh to uh give me another perspective even 
to, you know, match speed with me. And that's really hard to come by as well. So I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. So um, It's funny you mention that too yeah. because that's um, something I recently, not, not as serious, but I thought about it. I was like, damn, now I went through all this stuff. I got to find someone who's going to understand it as much as I do because then I just was out of place. <laughs> no, for real. And that's how I felt for the longest time. I felt like just out of place, like finding someone who who was like close to me would be like, you know, um, it just be hard. And sometimes you almost have to settle because it's like, well, I'll find someone who's close to what I think. It's kind of like, like I had another person I was talking to. We're not really talking to, but I'm friends with. And like with her, she gets a lot of the stuff that I talk about. Like she ex- accepts that I'm, you know, a spiritual person, but she's not as deep into spirituality as I am, you know. And so for me, I'm like, that's kind of, you know, a, that's almost a problem. It's, it, it almost is a problem because, you know, I'll still be talking my craziness, and you can just be like, you know, yeah, I don't know about that. You know, you, you tripping, Earl. So I, I needed someone who's able not to just be a yes woman, but someone who understands what's going on. So when we have a discussion, we can dig deeper because we are able to, you know, dive that deep. Absolutely. I thought about it too. It's like, you can't just um, be like, you know, what kind of food do you like? What kind of music do you listen to? And then you're like, uh, do you know anything about spiritual awakening or soul awakening? No. Okay, cool. Right. <laughs> I just thought I'd ask, you know, just be like, cool. All right. <laughs> What's your sign? Okay. And, and um, yeah, all that stuff. Like you have to, that's some stuff you have to ask. Like, man, that, that's, uh, especially when you're a sports person, that's what it turns into. As a matter of fact, I don't even care about all the other stuff. All the other stuff we can sort out. Do you meditate? Are you spiritual? Let's get that out the way. If not, then I'm, then I'm, I'm good. Yes. Yeah. Now it's on. like, what crystals are you holding in your pocket? Oh, no, you're on magic. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, the new thing now is um, we're past horoscopes. Everyone wants to know, like, where your rising sun is on your birth chart. And yeah. <laughs> that's, like, the big thing. Oh, where's your rising sun? Uh, you know what? You're absolutely uh, right, and it's funny because people are still not dealing with their whole natal chart. They're it moved from the sun sign, and now we're doing rising and moon signs. It's like, well, y'all not dealing with the whole thing, so y'all still doing this piece of it. But I mean, that just lets you know, even still, in this uh, for the hype, you know, for for wokeness to be, you know, this almost mainstream cool thing to do, the planet, the consciousness of the planet is rising. But there is still definitely, you know, a thing that separates, you know, the men from the boys, the women from the girls. Mhm, mhm. Well, that's 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 nature, yeah. It got quiet real quick. I don't know. Once in a while, like yeah. it's silent. I don't know why. <laughs> But um, that's, What's that's up a with new your thing. friends? Is, is, are they still are they still on the way to, to get on um, get on the call? I don't know. See, that's she's an awesome person. I don't know if you listen to any of the other other episodes, but she's got a great personality. She's spiritual. She's got her own like um, unique way to join the chat. But the one thing about her is like I can message her a bunch of times. I'll get a hold of her. I'll be like, all right, we're doing an episode, and then I have to like call her just before to make sure she's gonna join in. But I kept messaging her, saying like, "Hey, you gonna call in? What's going on?" But I'm not sure really. But either way, it's all right. We we already made it like most of the, most of the show. We don't have to do a whole show. 
Um, yeah, it's cool. Like we're good. I was just I was just asking because you know if someone else can come in and jump in and we can you know just get another perspective, another angle. You know, I'm all I'm always with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I always am welcome to anyone listening who wants to call in about something they've experienced or question or conversation, join in on any level. Um, sometimes we'll do readings towards the end. I'll let you know uh, when we're ready for those if we uh, if we get to it. But at the same time, there was another topic I came across, and it's a little bit different. I'm not a political person, but it was just interesting because as a straight male in the world, uh, 2019, it's just the fact of humanity should be accepting of others. Besides the whole judgmental thing or what people think of you, um, but I'm not sure how true this is, but I came across this article or a Facebook share that today in Texas there was a bill passed where um, medical doctors and certain people of the field can turn others down if they are part of the lesbian, gay, LG, LGBT community. And I just want to talk about it real quick because, one, I'm not political. Two, I don't mind what, what gender or what you're going for. We're all people, we're all human, but at the same time, it's like, this is 2019. I mean, like, even for someone to share this, if it wasn't true or it is true, and it is true, let's say it is, just for now, what the hell is going on with this world? I mean, why can't we just, especially in Texas, I mean, whatever, it's Texas. We're all cool with, I'm in New York, Texas, you're in Virginia, but when it comes to down to, like, preferences or sexuality, that's a little messed up. Yeah, you know this. Uh, you know this world is always ever evolving, and I think the biggest thing, as far as the political thing, it's it's always been a place. It's always been about power. It's always been about control of resources. So you have so many different denominations of people groups that are trying to get you know a piece of some sort of pie, and there's like a a, a micro war going on for people to give certain rights and that's not even something that's you know necessarily good or bad because everyone should have you know at least from a from basic human rights you know at least that but even that even in a basic human rights for some people is like pulling teeth so it's like a, it's a real oh it's a real that's a whole other thing too i'm not a political person either even though i, I from my own experiences i there is some political stuff that i deal with but i try to not even feed into it too much because and, you know, honestly, this world, in all of its, you know, beautifulness, there's also some, you know, stupidness and silliness that we as humans still do. And it's it's ridiculous. And even now, things are just continuing to spiral more and more and more and more out of control. So it's like, um, uh, it's it's a, it's one of those, never one of those touchy things because I, I'm never the one to try to offend anyone, you know, on purpose. But it's like... Some stuff you you can't you can't fight everything you know you can't be an advocate for every single thing either because there are just so many different layers and so many different agendas to it. So what I like to do is I just don't do it. <laughs> if some people might seem like, well, you know, Earl, we live here, you know, you got to you got to have some stake in the game. You got to talk about so many things, and I guess that's true because. You know, when you talk about something like abortion, which is another, uh, you know, uh, uh, touchy thing, um, I'm not someone who is against, totally against abortion because I do think that some people 
may not be ready for children. They may not have the 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 the, the financial stability to have children. So their best option may may to get an abortion. Some people might want to punch me for that or not, but whatever the case is, just sometimes there's choices made that you know you got to make it. And you know life on this planet it's real dirty. You know. And it's it's almost amazing how we can make everything seem glamorous, but down to its core, it's a real doggy dog world out here. And yeah, and people are just trying to find a way to where they can, uh, you know, live comfortably, provide for their family, provide for their their social group, whatever that might be. And sometimes in some in some places, that's you know, waging war, where that's the pen of the sword. Mhm, mhm. I um. I personally have, um, I personally kind of felt that the one thing, well, more than one thing, but the soul awakening thing has made my eyes open up for the third eye, um, more to bigger things. And one of them was observing and shutting my mouth. By observing and shutting my mouth, I learned more than I did versus verbally saying something or pointing something out going, ah, um, so that was one. The other thing I'm realizing, too, is that um, the whole soul awakening thing isn't about me being cooler than you or what video am I going to post about that you haven't talked about or am I going to get on to the topic of the frequency of the day, what everyone's going through or what my higher self said. It really comes down to um, what I believe is a spiritual revolution. We are not only making history by what our experience are on how we're evolving. We are turning this, this planet around little by little over time. It's going to take time um, for the generations and generations of people that are, are there and aren't, but to realize what the negative entities are, how it started, where it's coming from, when to play a part of it, when not to play a part of it, because I don't, I don't see this lasting much longer. I mean, like, there's, there's humanity and there's opinions and whatnot, but the basic things that we're getting, uh, we're seeing and we're getting disappointed in, I don't think that's going to last much longer throughout the next couple of years because we're getting pissed off because this is human nature, one. Two, this political bullshit's getting old, and I think um, the, the pre- this generation now, the previous one, mine, and what's coming we're over this shit and we're realizing the news is bullshit. The government's kind of like, eh, and the topics that people are getting frustrated over. It's like, what the hell, man? We already, didn't we talk about this? Like we just got over what, a couple of years ago, uh, most States legalized um, gay marriage. But these are things like politically, I don't get involved, but this is where the, the soul awakening thing I think comes in. Not only are we realizing our true selves, where we're coming from and our knowledge, but this bullshit. Yeah, you know, because there, because you know, something that made me really think about as far as like you know um, the LGBT people is like you know I use the question like is this a thing? Is this a matter of genetics? Is this a matter of energy? Is this a matter of you know a certain choice that someone is making to choose to be whatever they identify with? And then something I come to realize is that it's probably all three. There's so many different people who fall in lines with the LGBT community. It could be all three of them, and maybe some people are like, okay, I feel like this is a choice. This is just what I want to do. Some people really feel like they're truly feel like that they're born that way. Some people might have, you know, 
more masculine energy than feminine energy, yet they are born in a, uh, a female body rather than, you know, a male body, and they got to deal with that. And, of course, that made me think, you know, if this was, like, valid or not, it's like, okay, why would someone, um, why would someone choose to be gay when if you're choosing to be gay, then there's going to be so much, you know, heat that might come to your table just because a lot of people are not accepting of it. Why would they choose to just be a part of that? Like, no, it's something that's within them, and for whatever reason, the reason that they're that, that, they're that it, it goes along with, you know, just us being, you know, uh, souls and being sent down here to fulfill a mission or a life purpose or some kind of, you know, something. We're here to, you know, do our work and to keep on going. Maybe all these people who feel like they should be doing a certain type of thing, not just the LGBT community, but just people, period, right, um, you're supposed to be doing whatever you're supposed to be doing, maybe to help out another person you want to do the same thing you're doing or to bring light on a situation or to destroy something because there's those possibilities as well. Whatever it is that you're here to do, I think people are just uh, getting to a place to where they're just accepting that, embracing that, and just living out that role, you know. And I think as people who are who are able to recognize that, we shouldn't judge people because I don't judge people. Matter of fact, I don't care what anybody does. And I tell, that people, tell other people on my YouTube channel, like, you don't have to follow me. You ain't got to listen to what I'm saying. Do whatever it is that you want to do because at the end of the day, it's your choice. And don't, don't go around and do some shit and then start blaming Earl. Like, it's all on you. And the same thing with me. I never, you know, place any blame on anyone else. Anything I do is 100% on me. So I think a lot of people are getting to that, you know, that, that, that point in their lives. And it, it, it trickles down to all these different political things we got going on, spiritual things we got going on, um, health things, everything it is all connected in some sort of way. So, you know, it's just a big old part of just people trying to, you know, the consciousness rising, you know what I'm saying? The planet, uh, the whole consciousness of the planet is just rising. And when there's change, there's going to be chaos. And that's what we're seeing, you know, and that's just mm-hmm. the nature of the world before this if there has to be chaos and same thing of change. For if any change is to happen, there has to be something Something has to be destroyed so something can be reborn. I like the way you said that. Very well said, sir. Very well said. There was a couple of things I found in common recently with um, readings and just individuals. And the one thing that I learned myself, and this is not something I'm excited to share, but it's more or less something I observed. And it's something that I talked about re- just now earlier. But what are souls and other people say without knowing. Um, And what I mean by that is um, we're big on energy, whether you're empathic or there's something that you're realizing now, energy is a big thing. Whether you pick it up from someone, you notice what you just feel something. And I noticed it recently with an individual and I said a couple, you know, not, not in a mean way, just this nonchalantly sharing something with a friend of mine, but I wanted to see how the other person would react. And I said, you know, I heard something about soul incarnation that if you didn't do the right things or do certain things in life, that it said that you come back to the same life or something that you didn't complete, you're, you're incarnated because of the things you did wrong or something you did wrong. The person said, without, without plan, I planned to have the person get involved, but I said it in a way where it was welcoming for the conversation. And this individual said, well, you know, I, do, I don't like to forgive. I don't forget. I don't want to forgive certain people. I just don't believe that. But I, I especially don't forget. And I said, well, 
she, and then she said to, out loud, she goes, well, you know, maybe I'll come back another time and I'll have to do it again. And I didn't say anything because your soul just jumped in the conversation and just said what you needed to hear. But this is stuff that I'm observing now. And along with that, I'm observing not just myself, but I'm also seeing in readings that people, um, especially myself, have been unhappy. And where it comes down to is the where, where we are really truly happy, it's like they, we've put it in this little box. And the box is locked up inside a box, inside a box in our heart. And I was talking to someone, and 90% of it, and it's not something I just do, at a, you know, people, people think readings are just like bullshit sometimes. The way the readings go is what I either get a message or how it comes out in the card. And these readings, I'll either get the message and go, are you doing something with art or doing something on the, you know, something on the side that is creative, most of the readings that have been coming up. And they repeat it, and they say, yeah, well, I stopped doing that because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm going, doesn't that make you happy when you do it, though? Yes, it does. And then there's something else, too. There's like a couple different things where the happiness is put away because we were told in this real world that we can't do it, we can't make it happen because we have to go to school and make a, a, a career out of ourselves and do it, do it that way. So... Most of the readings, sometimes it's different, depends on the person, but including myself, I'm realizing that all these little happinesses that we can actually manifest and do things and make money off of have been put aside because the reality of other people and judgment in the world has pushed us, excuse me, pushed us to go this way. Um, but I wanted to tell you too. I actually did one of well, I did a YouTube videos before, but I did a one today for the first time I came back. It was a little corny, but I did the same topic, kind of more of on indigo on uh, soul awakening, but what my experiences were, but also coming down to this like what where's your happiness though? We're forgetting about everything around you. What is what is it that makes you happy? And I broke it down to you know, from my job experience, thinking that the happiness had to be now, I had to change my career now, to breaking it down to the simple little things of, wait a second, these things I do at home or once in a while make me happy. Why can't I do these things for work? Man, you hit a nail on the head because um, I think you like my post that I posted on my Instagram page saying that I started a video game channel. And the reason why I didn't start one, you know, before is because what you were just highlighting, you know, we think that we're supposed to be this career-driven people. We're supposed to fit this mold of even how other people view us. So you would start thinking that doing other things is just like, you know, no, I shouldn't do that. I should be getting my life together in a different way. But I finally was just like, you know, I'm going to start this channel because I've been playing video games since I was five years old. This is not going to escape me. It's not going anywhere. Even when I try to get rid of it, like, it still comes close to me. Like, I can't escape it. So I was like, you know what, I need to find a way to turn this into, you know, uh, turn it into money, basically. Turning it into something that, you know, I can build upon because there's plenty of people who are making buku dollars online playing video games. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do that. So um, I, I was going to say, though, a lot of times the things that make us happy are within reach. These are not things that uh, we need to travel to go see or that we need to spend a whole bunch amount of money to, to attain. A lot of things that make us happy are really within our reach. We just really have to tap into our childlike, you know, the inner child within us to re-realize what that is and just follow that, you know.
wrap yep. up on that. You know, even what you're talking about right now, I, you know, that, that, I have a story for that. That was a story I just told you. Like, yeah, like we, we have to find that spot because it's really close to us. So if you can make money, if you can make a lane for yourself doing what it is that you love, what stops you from doing it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just a question I have for people that are like, what's really stopping you? And if you break it down, like you said, if you break it down to a tiny, tiny detail, the thing that stopped me is a really insignificant thing that you just blew up. One of the things that um, also stuck out to me today, and today was an interesting day. It wasn't like wild, but it was a good day. Every day is a good day. I shouldn't say that. Every day is a good day. I'm grateful for everything. More abundance. Everything's working. But today um, I noticed something. Previously when I heard this, I forget, it was a motivational YouTube video and talking about a bunch of things. And the guy said, if you can wake up within the first hour and you don't look at your phone and check what time it is or anything, you already won that day. So when I heard that, I was already upset with my life going like, I have to wake up. I have to leave the house at this time. And I have to look. And that was the time frame where I was looking at the, the clock and it was either like 9, 9, 11, 922, 933, 944. And I get to work at 10. I'm like, all right, cool. So today... I haven't heard that video since I heard it that one day. And I thought about it this morning. I didn't wake up to look at my phone. It was already, it was plugged in the charger. I didn't even look at it. I woke up. I said, I'm going to make myself breakfast, which I don't usually do. And I was making myself breakfast and I was eating and I go, and I thought about it. I said, well, I said to myself, you know, the video that I was talking about, how if you didn't look at your phone, you already won the day. And I went, oh, shit. I'm living my life now. Like, this is... Right now, I mean, ideally from someone else's view in a different way, it might look bad. But this is what I wanted. I wanted to take a step back. I wanted to reevaluate my life with no pressure. I wanted to do things my way and and get to the next level the way I want to. So when that clicked, I went, oh, nice, man. This is actually working out. And I remember today earlier I decided to check something else out. But from that point on, then I started, I actually took pictures all day. I saw 11-11, all day, all different numbers and synchronicity. Not because I, I also wanted to, but also the fact that I was like, all right, I'm half and half in it. I'm half in, half out. Um, but I'm also in the process of manifesting. And what was really funny, you're going to get a kick out of this. I, um, I had a dream the other night. It was kind of like a half half dream where it's like, you're kind of dreaming, it's not vivid. But I was craving pizza in my dream. And in my dream, I'm thinking, oh, wait a second, you know, I know I'm craving pizza and I'm hungry, but pizza's realistic. I mean, what does it take? Energy, time, and money, a couple, couple bucks. So from like four to five days, man, I chose to have pizza the next day. Then someone's like, hey, you want to get lunch? I'm going to order over here. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll just grab another slice of pizza. The next day, my parents ordered pizza for dinner. Then I'm like, all right, so the one thing I have to remember here is just think about money in my dream and realize that it's not difficult to get, and then I'll manifest it. That is, that's, that's how it goes, man. Um, that's exactly how it goes. If you really just think about it and you just kind of just let it unfold, it unfolds before you. Um, when I came to Virginia, this is just another story, I came to Virginia one of the things I was not going to be worried about was finding a job. I told myself, I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to find a job. This is not even something I'm going to stress about. I'm going to update my resume. I'm going to send some applications out, and that's going to be it. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to make this a thing. I'm going to get a job in a story. So I did my application. I went to uh, send it into a few places. The next day, I got a call saying, "Hey, we've seen your resume. We want to send you a phone interview uh, next Wednesday. We're going to call you at 10 o'clock." Boom, bap. That was it. And I was just like, "Yep." There you go. So I'm already in the mindset like I got this job, like it's a done deal. And manifesting, there you go again. That's all it is. Like you gotta part of it is that you gotta um believe that you're you that you deserve that you whatever you want, you deserve it. And just let it unfold. Don't think about it, don't fixate on it, don't let it, you know, change your energy so much. You wanna be able to have uh, a good energy behind it, but you still don't want it to be so um, desperate about it, you know. And as yeah, as, as you talk about, and when you talk about, you know, when you wake up in the morning and when you don't look at your phone, you already won your day. I think that's very important because if we didn't have technology, what would we be doing? Right. If we didn't have technology, I think me and you would probably be somewhere on the corner talking the same shit. You know, because <laughs> that's what we have a voice for. It. Maybe you'll be cooking still, but and maybe I'll still be uh, doing whatever I do and playing some kind of old medieval game. But I, even still, we will still be talking. We will still be, you know, speaking and just, you know, using our voices to 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 instill some sort of change in people or in the world. So, but even still, I think that's something that you know everyone should do. I'm going to try doing that tomorrow morning. Actually, I'm going to wake up and not turn on anything, so that means no PlayStation, no computer, no look at my phone. I'm going to get up, and I already know what I'm probably going to do. I'm probably going to have like a real good meditation session. I'm probably going to have a good time reading some books, and I'll probably end up making a video after I get out of that hour of you know of uh, detoxing from just technology. Uh, you made me think of, and this is something I got to go back to doing because I was listening to a bunch of frequencies and, and um, videos that did more um, affirmations. But the one thing I realized myself, because this is, this is important to me, and I, I think it's like I wanted to tell you and remind you because you're, you're saying out loud, I'll probably. But I remember it's, I, I mentioned it to you before we did, a, we did a podcast where I was like, I'm probably going to go to the gym the next day or so. And I was trying to manifest, and I actually didn't go the day or so. So I, I, I brought it up again on one of the episodes, and I was like, by the way, it didn't happen, but this is why. And then I, I usually take my hand, and I put it in the middle of my chest or by my heart. And when I say it, kind of like, kinda like um, hitting the microphone and turning it on. So I'll take my hand, and I'll put it by my heart, and I'll say, I am going to the gym either today or tomorrow. So when I did that episode, I actually wound up going to the gym that night, and that was the last time I went to the gym. But I went. <laughs> so... <laughs> wow. No, I couldn't laugh because I was drinking water, but that's funny. But no, words are very important, man. Uh, words are very important. I'm still trying to still trying to get down on that too, because sometimes I say probably, and then even like when I say I, when it, when you start saying probably, I might, I'm gonna try. Usually when you say shit like that, it doesn't fall through. You know, and sometimes yeah. when we say stuff, we know, we know, eh, I ain't going to do that. You know, I ain't going to nah. So this is what I I am going to wake up and not look at my phone for an hour. And I'm saying that with confidence because I know it will be easy. I'm just going to get up. I'm not even going to check what time it is. I'm going to get one of these books, 
And that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but that is um, it's funny. Twelve, twelve. Now, before you mentioned eleven, eleven on the video game, it was actually eleven, eleven at the same time when I saw it. But um, it's a big and thing. And the other something. big thing I really let me tell you something right now. Well, let me tell you something right now because my oven and my microwave is actually an hour behind. It's eleven, eleven right now when I was looking right at it. Like literally, I was looking right at it. Eleven, eleven. <laughs> Divine so this shit is like not by accident. All the time, man. It's not. This shit is not by accident. <laughs> no, it really isn't. I mean, <laughs> the one thing I read recently that really like touched my heart on a spiritual level was, um, and I forget where I read it. It was, uh, you know, talking about something, but it had to do with spiritual awakening. Oh, is that? I look up the sacred angel numbers for different things. So depending on the day. I saw numbers all day, but I'll look it up if I see it once once in a while per the, per day. But one of them was talking about um, stick stick to your soul plan, stick to your path. Your it was one of those time frames of the numbers where it was talking about you're manifesting what you want, feel great because you made a lot of accomplishments. It was usually it's a little bit less. You should do this, you should do that. But this one was specifically talking about stick to your spiritual path do what it is that you like to do to help people, do all these other things, all these other things. But the last thing said on that was we truly never know the ripple effect of what we do. So what I mean by that is even though right now we might have people listening, but no callers, which is fine. There's a purpose beyond that. I also told people, you know, listen in and I'll give you the cue, but that's not the cue. Um, but my point is that you don't know, we don't know, and you mentioned it before, about a couple of years or a couple of months, someone would be like, oh, damn. Um, and that's the point, is through that synchronicity, even now, even after going through it, there's going to be more synchronicity, excuse me, throughout our, our time, especially when you look at the clock. Yeah. So this episode is going to mean something to someone at a certain point, a certain day, now, tomorrow three weeks from now, all these things. Bro, and especially I'm, I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to call it right now. Someone's going to watch this show, and then they're going to look at the clock, and they're going to say 11-11, and that's going to blow their mind, and they're going to go on to whatever they need to go on to further their spiritual journey. It's uh, going to happen to someone else. Because yeah. it happened to me just now, and it happened to you an hour ago. So it's going to happen. It happened to, to me else. verbally. It happened to you physically. <laughs> we talked about it. <laughs> so, hey, right. you're listening. You're going where you need to go. Don't freak out. But, uh, hey, pick up that stuff that you put down, the projects that you were, you wanted to do. Because that's, that's what happened to me when my first uh, podcast I listened to when I started the blog talk. And I was listening to this podcast. And she was definitely an um, experienced spiritualist who was awoken for sure. She didn't talk on it, but she was dabbling on certain things. When I was listening to that, it was making points on everything I was going through. It was like, boom, boom, boom. And then it said, she said, a project that you might have put down that, you know, made you happy, but why'd you stop? Go back to it. I'm going, oh, my God, the Block Talk Radio. I'm going to do it. So it's a lot of events like that, and I love those events now. Before it was scary. It was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Where am I? Well, yeah, you just fun. take a take a take a chance at it, you know. And then for anyone who's watching who may have you know have uh, you know stopped doing what they love because you know maybe they don't have enough time or they perceive they don't have enough time or whatever the case may be, just find a way. Even if you do it for like five minutes 
out the day. That's five minutes you're putting into something that you love because that's how I actually, you know, start to build up. Um, same thing like reading. Not everyone likes reading, you know. So if you read one page a day, that's that's better than not reading at all. And that's what's eventually going to compound. Next thing you know, you can read, you know, an hour straight without being distracted. Same thing with meditation. Same thing with doing what it is that you love. Just feed, just give it life, feed into it. Just, you know, put some life into it and watch it grow. I can I can attest that from my YouTube channel and even my new YouTube channel with the video games. In a couple of months, I believe that it's going to be booming. I even think that this YouTube channel with the video games is going to do better than my spirituality one just because video games is a lot more popular topic than video games are. But that's really the only reason. Not because I'm doing anything necessarily different. It's just because it's a, it's a way more popular topic. I think it's going to be popular now. The YouTube video is going to kick off like kind of kind of right after that. That's what I get. Yeah. Um, and that's why I wanted to jump on not necessarily the bandwagon of the spiritual videos, just more or less kind of like document for myself visually besides the podcast. Um, but it's definitely going to bring a wave of things because there's going to be, it's not, it's not, a uh, how do I say this? A system of like, all right, we see the wave coming. Let's do it now because it's going to be a big thing. There's that, but it's also really just helping um, others like ourselves. Yeah. Because yeah, those man. readings I did yeah, that day. Like, yeah, good. Sorry. Oh, no. I was going to say, like, yeah, like, even when I started my channel, it was never about this is the time to do it. Spirituality is going to be popular now. Like, no, I just, I still do it just to help people. I learned so much stuff. And even someone told me today, which is really humbling to me, she said that, you know, Earl, you and a, you are an artist, you know. You and I never considered myself that, but she was like, "You're an artist. Like you use your creativity to make videos, and you help people because some people just need help breaking things down to its simplest thing. And you can, and sometimes you do that. Sometimes you bring ideas that other people haven't thought about, and they can just put pieces together. So you are an artist, and keep doing what you're doing. And I do this all out of love. I do it all out of you know, just wanting to help people. It's never about I want to make some money off of this or I want to be famous, like, fuck all that. It's really just about helping others because um, I was grateful for the people, even though I didn't ask them for help, just my soul coming across them so I could learn a piece of information. I was grateful that they were able to help me. So all I want to do is just keep on spreading that wealth, just pass it along to the next person who comes across my video, this this channel, or whatever. Just Just, just spread it. I like it. I like catching up with you because you bring up different stories and different aspects because it's not that I'm even trying. It just like it, it happens this way. But that person that you're talking about, I've met someone over the past couple months as well. And they, they've like said similar things to me, but that's the truth. And that's, that's the point is that how, how you do it and how I do it, it doesn't matter, but it has the same basis on, um, who we're, who we're bringing or attracting for what reason, but it's the same purpose. Um, and that's what I wanted to mention before is that those readings I did weren't just that I manifested them. It was divine timing was one. And the other thing is it's almost like um, going to see a representative that you're comfortable with, um, someone that you can get along with and get help from. And that's where you go. And I listened to a couple of videos when I started, and I was like, no, that's not for me. 
that's not for me. And then I came across new vi- I came across your video. That's how I met you. And I was like, oh, this guy's cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, how it works. Man. Awesome. Yep. That's how. That's exactly how it works. You know. That's that's. And it's amazing how souls are able to um, get together even through the internet. Mm-hmm. That's another thing to worry. Like this thing, it can it can permeate anything. There's no thing where it cannot dwell. There's no thing where it can't reach. It 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 it, it gets through everything to make the connection that needs to be made, so people can. So even the simplest, even this radio show, it might seem like you're saying the ripple effect. It might seem simple. It might not seem like we're talking about a whole lot because there's no one calling and stuff like that. But the ripple effect, this, these little waves we're giving off right now next year can create a whole new way for just one person. And that one person might just, you know, it might be the thing that throws them off the cliff of uncertainty and then they fall into this water of, you know, unlimited possibilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the great things that I noticed about myself that changed too, and this is amazing, just going through the soul awakening thing, that's what I did a video on today, was, was like, I am so grateful because of who I am now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because thinking about who I was before this, I was like, you know, this person that was in the system, <laughs> that's literally what it is. You're in the system. You're not, you don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden you're shooken up and you're woken up to all the things that you had to go through and you're going, oh, damn. It, it made me more confident, made me realize what's capable, the things that can happen, will happen. Um, but the big thing that happened today was, and again, I decided to take a step back from a job and that was my my opinion my choice because i'm right now manifesting the next big thing for me i'm working on this because it's big and then i'm also working on other things but right now i'm limited on money and i'm being real i want to be honest with that. I'm limited on money right. but today i had this moment and i was told this before and i didn't get it is enjoy enjoy the day enjoy what you want to enjoy have fun you shouldn't have to feel like oh this is how much i've got and i can't i can't spend it because this is all i've got or spend it, you know, a certain way. But my point is that today I went out, I got a couple of things spiritually and, and different things that I'm going to do on the side and have fun with. And I said, you know what? I want to have lunch today. I'm going to go get, you know, I wanted a little bit of sushi. It was like, I don't know, 12, 12 15 bucks. But I had this quick moment before I walked in. I was like, you know what? I'm not worried because one, I'm being happy. I'm enjoying myself. And two, I know the money's going to come. This is coming. And I just felt the most quick, peaceful, easy moment where I was like, all right, let me go have lunch now and enjoy the rest of my day. Before that, forget it. I would have been like, oh, great. I had lunch. Now what? Now I'm screwed. Now how, what am I going to do? You go through the panic mode of well, what? A, that, that sets off the frequency of, well, that's what you're putting off now. So that's what you're going to get. Exactly. Man, I have so many stories about that because that's been – that's been one of my, um, I'm going to say lessons. I'm not going to say challenge anymore. I'm going to say lessons, right? It's a bit about, you know, the monetary thing because um, <clears throat> money comes and goes, man. It's like it's, it's energy. It comes and goes. So there's going, to be, there's going to be a week where you have all the money you need in your pocket and then you feel great. The next week, all that shit's gone. And you're just like, well, damn. <laughs> just like that, huh? It's all gone. So. You know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people they deal with, you know, um, just 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 funds and stuff like that. So that that goes into you know finding ways to.
made multiple streams of income and going back to even doing what you love. If you, if you can find out how to make money doing the stuff that you love, you really won because you're in a position to where I can wake up and just, you know, do what I like to do and inspire other people to do what they like to do. And that right there is winning in my book. You know, that's, that's, that's the ultimate or one of the ultimate pieces right there. If you can make money doing what you love, you know, what, what else is there? That is, um, well, before I forget, and I hope you don't mind, um, spiritually I wanted to tell you, and you don't have to tell me everything or share with me, but I was picking up that you're a little concerned about some things. You're a little, you're not sure. But what I want to tell you is don't, and you already know this, don't worry about it. Like everything's going to work out just fine. There's something that you're going to come across. I mean, I haven't told this in a reading yet, but you're going to come across some synchronistic um, events. You're going to go, aha, I'll go that way. But it's going to, it's going to go a way that you hoped it to go. And you're also going to be able to do the video game thing. So hang in there. You're going to be happy. You don't have to be stuck at some bullshit place. Cool, Arch. Awesome. Yeah, because, you know, at, at, to, to be honest, this, um, there's, even right now I can't really say what, okay, if there's anything that does bring me uncertainty, it's really just about, you know, in, as far as a relationship, but I think that's really just a, a choice that I'm going to have to make because I'm not, I'm not the one who likes to play games with people and be a player. Um, once I make a choice, I'm like, okay, I'm going with that. So it's really just about pinpointing what choice am I going to make. Um, I can tell you a little bit more about that, actually. So that girl that I met um, in Miami, <clears throat> the girl I've been knowing for the past uh, five years, I hope she's not listening to this because I'm pretty sure I have some shit on my table, but um, um, she, uh, she was uh, a... <laughs> She was a. Uh, she was someone I was really considering dating, and the reason, or a part of the reason why I came out to Virginia is because I'll be close to her, even though she's still in her in Miami. I told her a couple of years ago I wouldn't do a long distance relationship because not being able to be around you, not being able to touch you and stuff like that, like I can't deal with that. I've been in long distance relationships before. I'm good. I'm straight. So she went on and dated someone else, but now she's single again. But it gets back to this point to where, you know, we met each other, especially out of nowhere when I told you the whole story about the airport. We met each other when this wasn't planned, so that sparks, you know, its own little thing right there. But at the same time, she is not as spiritually, you know, deep as I am. And so that kind of just was like, hmm, I take notice of that. Now, there's other girls I'm talking to, and I'm not even talking to her, like, and, you know, I'm whispering things in the ear. I'm just, we're just talking about spiritual things, but um, I can tell there's an attraction there, and I can peep it out even before we actually started, you know, texting each other and, and voice messaging each other. Um, I'm really leaning towards her because she's a lot closer to me, and she's able to keep up with me spiritually. So I'm like, hmm, I might deal with her because there's just a lot more things lined up with her. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, but I, I kind of, I, I don't like breaking hearts, but I'm also not going to just keep on playing with people. So it's like, you know, at some point I'm going to come down to like, you know what, this is the choice I'm going to make, and, and that's, that's it until further notice. There you go. So there you go. Right now I'm just trying I'm to figure that. myself out more. I'm not sure what, you know, relationship-wise, I, I had some ideas, but I'm like, um, well, I'll just wait and keep being me, but I'm not sure what I want. So it's more or less like, oh, am I ready? Am I not? Are they, are they, it's a lot of questions, almost like that movie, um, Wedding Crashers. It's like, do they want it though? 
but do you want to? And then all of a sudden, you know, that changed. So do they want to play that game? And then you don't want to play the game, but do they still want to play the game? Do they want you to touch the hair? No touching the hair, but you're not sure to touch the hair? You ever see that clip? Right, right. I've seen what I crushed. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? I forgot. I had this mo- I had a quick thought real quick, and I lost it. It was, it was like a funny skit. I forget what it was. But really, what this all comes down to, man, is, and I'm glad to hear you, you talk and share your stories, because it's all about happiness. It's all about the moment. It's all about the people. Actually, you know what I was thinking about talking about, too, is that um, not many people print photos out anymore. And the reason why I bring oh, that up is no, man. I printed out some photos, a couple different things I wanted to do. But cherish the moments. And I thought about this recently is that we have to, we don't have to. I'm just sharing this, the thought of saving memories. Like technology kind of took advantage of this, this, this moment we have with life. But print pictures out, save memories, do things, record videos and like put them away. Because I, I personally love looking at like past things that I, I forgot about and sharing them or looking at them. We should do that more often. Do what I would make what I memories. Would get, and that's something. What I would tell you to get, and it's something that I'm going to get as well, is get a Polaroid camera. They still sell them, and I have a friend who comes. She travels a lot. <clears throat> she lives in Canada, and she travels a lot. So, last time when she came out to uh, California, as a matter of fact, every time we see each other, um, we always take a Polaroid uh, picture together. So I have all these mm-hmm. saved, and we have about four of them so far. And it just makes you think, like, yeah, this is pretty dope. Like, you don't see Polaroids like that. So when you have, like, a very – you're not going to kiss every special moment, but if you're hanging out with friends and you guys are hanging out, it's been a great night, it would be nice to just get that Polaroid camera and just, you know, be able to print that uh, that picture right then and there and being able to share it with all your friends so they all have, you know, the piece of the experience. Here's your picture. Here's yours. Here's yours. Here's yours. We all have this picture, and we can all put it, you know, wherever we place our pictures in. And that's your own piece of this memory we all share together. So, yeah, I'm going to get a Polaroid camera because I'm definitely going to do that because, you know, a lot of, not a lot of people print photos. As a matter of fact, we switch phones, you know, maybe once every couple of years. You know, a lot of times when you switch phones, all your old pictures, you just let that – you just throw it in the box along with the phone. You know, you don't even, you know, try to make an effort to save it. And then all of those memories are just gone just like that. Mhm, mhm. It's just gone or the lost. And I was talking to my brother. He's about ten years younger than me. He's graduating high school. And I was like, "Have you seen this movie? Have you seen that movie?" You maybe think of that song, "Shake It Like a Polaroid Picture." I was like, "Well, we're getting yeah, to the yeah. point now where not many people are going to know what we're talking about." So, <laughs> which is a little crazy. I mean, we're not that old, but um, but we're definitely getting there memories. We're going to be the elders pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm like, should I still be able to curse? Should I not? I'm not sure. But at the same time, we're just being an authentic self. But it also makes me think about that one dude who really came out of the, um, like, running out the door with it. But I forget his name off the top of my head. He's the guy who was the motivational speaker just going around, like, telling everyone to fucking do what they want to do. So, like, Fucking like be happy. Oh, just, like about, you don't uh, have to go Gary to school. B? I think so. Gary I think Vanderchuk? so. Cool guy. 
Maybe but, like, at the same time, I'm like, all right, so how many times am I going to see these videos and just saying the same thing? Like, But at the same time, he was really good on time with it. Right. Man, I mean, you know, you got to just you gotta live your life and just do what you want to do. Simple as that, man. And that's, it, I'm telling that to myself as well. You know, that's why I started my little video channel. Just do what you're going to do because if you only have one life to live, you're going to waste it thinking about what you wanted to do versus just going to go do it because even with this channel, playing video games is not even my end goal. That's just something to help me do other stuff because I still want to continue my education, learn about different spiritual things, travel, all those things um, this channel is going to help. So it's like most people want to travel. Most people want to go around the world and eat different food. Most people want to uh, meet different people from different walks of life. So it's like, you know, do what you can to make that happen. Don't limit yourself thinking that, well, I can't do it because I work at this one spot and this and that. Like, no, nah, fuck all that. Find a way. Because there's people, there's a quote that's been floating around online. There's people who are less talented than you doing better than you simply because they believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's that's pretty simple and straightforward. That's a good one. One of my favorite ones, and <laughs> over the years, it's just like it's even better when I say it, especially now, and you'll you'll even get it now, is, um, well, you would get it before, but you understand where I'm coming from now, saying that um, the quote is, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And that, even now saying that, it, like, makes a point because I recently talked about how we don't have to explain anything to anyone, unless it's a cop asking you, you know, why you're doing something. But not even that. I mean, it could be something different. But all in all, like, our life choices and um, what we're doing, why we're doing it, what others think, um, what we're doing has no responsibility on explaining it to anyone. We don't have to do that. So to back that up, if you don't stand for yourself, you'll fall for anything. And that's the biggest thing I'm learning so far is that um, being confident in who you are, what you're becoming, where you're going, and how you're going to get there, it all relies on you. There's little things in in life that we don't know, you know, like learning and different subjects and careers, and we're, you know, asking questions. But there's main core things that if we don't, if we can't rely on ourselves, how are we going to survive? We can't survive on relying on everyone, especially if all these experiences me and you were talking about, they're all different for everyone. So that was something I had to let go as a fear is that I'm not always going to be understood and I don't have to explain everything to everyone. And that's really like, that's where it stands out now when I say that quote, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Like really, like what has things, as time goes by, I'm going, oh damn, really? That's what's going on. Okay. So yeah. it's getting better and better yep. more. Yeah, yeah, and that's a that's a very powerful thing because um, you know everyone, no matter who you are, there is something for you to stand on your two feet on. It might be something little, it might be something big, but that's religious perspective. But everyone on the planet has something that they will stand on and give their life for. You know, um, there was a time even before I made. Um, my YouTube channel, the spirituality one, I always say to myself, I'm not sure if I want to start this channel because I'm not sure if the government is going to come get me. I want to put my family in danger. I don't want people, if I apply for jobs, I don't want people to look at my YouTube channel and they start judging me. But then I got to a place where even now, 
because and this is a big indication, right? In my resume recently, I actually put on there that I'm a social media influencer and I have a YouTube channel and I put on my spiritual my spiritual YouTube channel, and that's because I came to a point to where this is who I am. This is part of this is a part of me. I'm not going to hide that I have this channel. This is a part of me. So if you're going to hire me for this job. I'm not going to bring spirituality just to the, you know, to the front door and just talk about it. Everyone who comes here, hey, have you meditated today? I'm not going to be on the stuff like that. But <laughs> nonetheless, this is still who I am. You know, this is who I am. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to cheat that for myself. So if you can accept me, you know, even in this capacity, because I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not saying any vicious things to any people. I'm not doing any of that. So there's really no reason not to hire me based upon my YouTube channel. So this this is not going to hinder me. This is only going to help me. Not only that, but I also got past the fear of like you know, whether the government is watching me or not. It's fine. They can't do nothing because I'm not doing nothing. Like what you gonna what you gonna trip on me for? I'm not doing nothing that's going that's affecting you because I'm not even focused on what y'all doing. I'm focused on what I'm doing and what I can do to help people who are you know rocking with Earl Anderson. Absolutely. It's funny you mentioned that too. I love. I always say that after you say something, I'm like, it's funny you mention that. Everything, like, that's good. <laughs> we always got a story. Also... We can follow each other. We can keep going on and on because we have all these stories. And that's what I was thinking about. Well, there's a couple of things I thought about when you were talking, when I was listening to. Don't worry about it. But one was that was something I let go, too, with my resume because I have so many different job experiences and time frames where it was either a year, six months, three months, five months but I had different kitchens, different places, different states. But I said, you know what? After all this time, I shouldn't be afraid of getting another job because, one, I have so many different places on there. Two, um, I pretty much get any job that I've interviewed for. And that's the thing. That's the time cocky. It's like, why be ashamed of it? This is, this is who I am. And when I go for the interview or get a call, I, I'm honest and I explain who, who I am, what I do. Um, but I like that you put that there because it is a part of you. But you made me think about that movie I just watched, it was called Glass, where the guy's coming into the building, and he's like, hey, did you take those vitamins? And the guy's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm getting a little tired. He's like, well, but how much water are you drinking, though? He's like, yeah, I know. But he's like, have you meditated? <laughs> but um, that's really important. That's really important. Um, and that's the other thing I also thought about while I was mentioning is that previously when I started the podcast, I would listen to them after I was done or the next day. And I was, I was listening to myself, what I didn't like, what I didn't want to do, critiquing. But then it got to the point where a couple of different things happened. One, I started that job that I was at, and eventually you and a couple other friends, especially someone else who's coming back on the show on Thursday, they were like, hey, what's up with the podcast? Or, hey, I got some time to do a podcast. You want to do one? I'm like, yeah, I want to do them but I don't have time. So I got this push after a while. I was like, you know what? We're doing more. We're going back. My point right. is this, <laughs> is that if you're doing something you love, the universe is going to show you a way that you have to go back to it. That's one. Two. Oh, my um, God. I, wow, wow. That's a very amazing. That's a, that's, that point hit me real hard just now. I love that one. Bad, bad, my bad. Go ahead. That's good, though. I like that. Um, the other thing, yeah. too, is that where I was going. I stopped listening to most of my podcasts because I am now, especially what I was talking about before today when I went out, 
I'm realizing I'm more confident and that I don't have to do certain things or think certain ways. So I enjoy listening to them. Like I want to listen to this one later on, but my point is that I was listening to them because I was insecure of what I was saying, where, where is this going? What should I do? And like your friend that you were talking about or the one that you're interested in, um, someone like that myself, who I was mentioned before, she said, just, just go on there. You don't have to plan anything. Start it. Just, just start talking. And I was like, all right. And I kept looking at who's calling in, who's not calling in. That's not really the point. The point is that everything's flowing the way it needs to flow. Divine timing, the universe, confidence, how I'm evolving, what's going to come from this in the future. This, the, your YouTube video and this podcast is going to blow up. That's what, not literally, yeah. but, you know, all the good things. But um, right. that's, that's where it all comes down. Everything that we talked about has, like, a connection. Oh, it's all connected. What time is it? No, it's not even cool. Oh, that's what it uh, But we want to clock back. Well, actually, I have about 10 minutes left because I have to get minutes for this new phone that I got or this new app on my phone that I got until I pay my bills later on next week. And that's just another thing, right? Um, I was almost like, man, should I call in right now? Because I got to get this new app to call into the to the show because my phone is up right now. But I'm like, no, nah, hell no, I'm calling in this one because I feel good too. So let me get home, let me get myself together, and then let me hop on Millennials Third Eye because this is a great show to go on. I think um, this is a well-needed recharge for myself because I have – well, I've been dealing with things spiritually, but talking with other people, I haven't done that in a, in a few weeks, so I'm glad that, you know, you hit me up so we can get on get on here and talk about something. No, man, I'm glad you called in because I was I was messaging my friend earlier. I was like, hey, you must be in the fifth dimension because, like, time – Oh, that's what I was going to bring up before, is I was always conscious about the time and what time it was and what the message was. And now that I'm realizing more and more, it's not so much that the time is there where they're synchronistic. It's more so that we're not corresponding with time because time doesn't really exist. So that was one thing. But I was like, you're definitely in the fifth dimension because you, like, you, you were going to join and now you got lost, but it's okay. My point is, like, I'm pretty sure this was just meant to be me and you for this conversation this episode. I'm glad it was. Not that I'm upset. Just I think that's what was supposed to happen. It's all good, though. Yeah, you know, so next time, you know, um, I'm down for the next showing because um, I'll let you know what happens, what my schedule will be is, what my schedule will be after I get this job. Um, but even still, if it's going to be something like late night like this, I'm still dealing with jet lag, so I'll be up until 3 o'clock in the morning anyway. And so I'm still, i got to get over that. You know, West Coast to East Coast, that changed my whole thing. All right, man. All right, man. Um, remind me, though, I actually wanted to ask you a question off the air because I forgot to ask you, but um, I'll remind you after. There's a topic that I wanted to uh, bring up specifically, and I'm pretty sure you would have more info on it. I just didn't want to talk about it over the year. Uh, other than that, man, let me know your schedule, and we'll go from there because we have plenty more episodes to take care of, that's for sure. Yes, indeed. So, matter of fact, um, you can shoot me a text right after this because, like I said, I'll still be up, but it's just that my minutes are about to run out. So, that's that. No problem. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for joining me on, the, on the, another episode of Millennial's Third Eye, and I want to thank everyone for listening. I apologize we didn't get to readings today, but we have um, some more episodes coming up. We got Thursday coming up. We have uh, Aaron Merck returning back. I say Merck. I gave her, like, a, a cool nickname. Aaron Merck. She's got a cool story. She's actually in Hawaii right now. She's got some info to drop on us. And other than that, stay what's tuned the, to uh, new episodes. Thursday? 
Thursday, we're talking about um, pushing limits, I believe. It was not stopping and giving up, continuing on going further than just giving up and not going with the flow. Because we tend to just kind of think, I don't know how I'm going to do it. But she, um, she's the one who quit her jobs. She had several, and she decided to just travel the world. And right now she's in Hawaii. She's doing – I forget her job specifically, but she does something where she helps others, you know, um, evolve into a better being and to making things what we were talking about, enjoying life and, and doing what we can do. But she um, is very successful right now. She's in Hawaii. I was like, hey, you want to do a podcast? She's like, yeah, I got plenty of time. I'm in Hawaii just doing my thing. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I, want, I want to be in Hawaii. Right. Awesome. So, okay, then I'll see if I can um, call in or at least be a listener on that show because um, I want to I wanna see what she's about because I think, um, like, like we were talking about earlier, if you can find a way to do something that you love doing and find, and find a way how to make money from it and travel all around the world to help people, you're winning. So get around those people and figure out what they're talking about so you can implement it in your own life. So I'll be looking forward to that. Absolutely, man. You're always welcome to call on any episode, join any conversation. You have no uh, no worries about that. But thanks again for joining, and um, I'll give you a text after, all right? No problem, man. All right. Have a good night. Talk to you soon. All right, you too. All right. Later. Thanks, everyone, for calling in, watching, listening. Thank you. You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf!